genre. We discuss the history and legends of a galaxy far, far away. I'm Gary Roby. And I'm Tim Garcia. And we are back for a banter episode. We're here to talk just some Star Wars news and just take some time off between big, deep dives, as uh, people who've been listening to the show for a while have come to uh, expect, I hope. Yeah, uh, it it serves two purposes. Uh, We don't really talk about any current Star Wars stuff during our deep dives. Um, and, uh, it also, um, so it, it helps takes us a lot of time up. to do the deep dives and it takes us, yeah, many, many, a lot of time to do, uh, to read all that stuff and yeah, you know, between our day jobs and, and then exactly. record and everything. So, but we do have some, some ideas for the next couple room. ones. So yeah, I'm excited one, for the stuff that's coming up over the summer. I think. Yeah. Uh, some of the deep next deep dives, I think people will, will really like. So yeah, me too. keep your. Me too. Keep your ear to the podcast store um, <laughs> that you listen to this on. There uh, needs to be a good expression that is like similar to keeping your eyes peeled, but for for listening to stuff. Keep your ear. I mean, to be fair, keep your eyes peeled doesn't really make any sense. Anyway. <laughs> no, it doesn't. So but keep I your ears peeled. Your I think ears it's just fine. Does, I, okay. I mean, maybe. It makes the yeah, same amount does, of sense. I want to know why why eyes peeled is a thing, but I don't want to like look that up right now while we're doing a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> make sure like make a... make sure safe search is on. <laughs> oh god, oh no. Um Sorry to cut in. Future Gary here. Uh I looked it up because I had to look it up. I had to look it up. How could I not look it up? Uh apparently uh, from what I can, f- uh, maybe I should do some more research on this. Um, according to knowyourphrase.com, uh, there were two versions of this phrase. One was to you was to keep your ears, uh, keep your eyes peeled, and the other was to keep your eyes skinned, Ooh, which sounds much more uh violent than I like. Um, but it says that they derive from the practice. Of like peeling or skinning foods before you eat them. So the idea is like taking a layer of skin or whatever, like off of the thing. So you keep your you keep your eyes peeled because your eyes are open, like you're removing the eyelid and and you're focused on the thing. I don't like it. It's gross. But there you go. There you go. Huh. Yeah. But yeah. Um so what what have you uh what have you been up to? Uh, uh what have cool... I been up to? Um Honestly, the the bookstore I work for is getting ready for WonderCon, so I've been really busy with just like WonderCon prep. Um and just like convention season is starting, right? So like doing WonderCon prep, we're in conversations for Star Wars Celebration. LA Times Festival of Books is coming up and then and then San Diego Comic-Con is going to be in in July. So Good doing Lord. a lot of prep for that outside so of work um, and all of that, uh, like convention season stuff, which has been playing a massive amount of Elden Ring. Um, yes. That's just been all my uh, <laughs> like downtime. Um, we talked a little bit about it before we started the show, which I might include in the post pod uh, so that we don't have to get into it again here. But. Um, I'm having a good time with that game. It's I think it's fun. I like fantasy worlds that I can spend hundreds of hours in. Yep, there you go. So there you you've, go. you've got it right there. I'm also yeah. playing that game. I've only briefly started it though. Um, I've been playing that and Gran Turismo. Of nice. those are my How's video games been? currently. Um, Gran Turismo is just a Gran Turismo game. There's not much. Uh, it's pretty much exactly what you'd expect. You upgrade your cars. You race your cars. Sure. You know, pretty much the same. But we are not here to talk about non-Star Wars things. This no, is a Star Wars no, podcast. Uh, Have you been up to so, any Star Wars stuff? Um, I'm still working through um, Fallen Star. 
Okay, um, yeah, yeah. I'm about halfway through now. Um, it's I'm enjoying it, but probably I'm probably enjoying this one the least. Okay. Um, I feel like it's just taking a while to. They're trying to build tension, and I, it does a decent enough job, but it just kind of is dragging. Um, yeah. I have noticed that all three of the like mainstay books are basically just disaster movies. Exactly. That's exactly Which what they are. Which is hilarious. Uh but yeah, it's I think all of the, I think all of them are because like I I guess the the adult ones are on a bigger scale than what's happening in YA and middle grade, but even like Into the Dark and Out of the Shadows are also disaster stories. I haven't read Midnight Horizon yet, which is the the YA one that follows Fallen Star by Dana Jose Older. Um, but I'm looking forward to getting into that. It's like been on my list. I just haven't had time. I guess. Um, um, gosh, I'm, I get them confused. The second book. Uh, the Rising Cabin Storm. Scott, Rising Storm. Yeah. That's the least disaster movie. That's more like a terrorist attack, right? That's like. That's exactly what that they is. They do yeah. it. Yeah. So they that's more of a terrorist attack. But um, the first one's definitely like, oh, there's yeah, the, these it's things hitting a the planet. It's literally the great disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then the second one's a terrorist attack. And then this one's like a. Um, it's like uh, it's it's almost like what's that movie? There's several movies about people get stranded in space, basically. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and that's kind of what this one is, which is cool. Uh, but like yeah, I said, definitely. it kind of it kind of drags it out, and I feel like it's sort of because it, it takes a long time for like the thing that is the disaster to happen in that book. Yeah. And but I feel like the great disaster. But there's also a lot of time. It take, the, the disaster is like a slow, is it's a slow fall. Right. And so that takes like half the book. And it just, it feels like, like, oh, they can, why haven't they solved this? Like, what's yeah. happening here? It's, How I don't much know. Time it's just, passed? it just kind of is like, okay, I get it. Like, yeah. There's different stuff. I like stuff. these characters and a lot of them that get a lot of screen time in this book are ones that, that we've gotten a lot of in the YA stuff, but not yeah, other adult that's what I heard. Ones. That's what I noticed because you get Geode a lot in this book, and get Geode and, a lot in this one. We get Geode and, and Leox Kiasi. We also get yeah. a lot of um, is it Wreath Silas? Not Wreath Silas. Who's the other one? The the bad guy or like the kind of no, mischievous guy. There's another Padawan. Oh, I don't. Is know. it Wreath? Maybe it's Wreath. I haven't gotten that person. Uh, um, my favorite there's thing. There's the Padawan from Into the Dark who is friends with Buriaga. The two I mean, of them appear together a lot. Bell Zetafar is like basically with oh, Buriaga the Bell. entire time. I think uh, Wreath shows up later then. Okay. Because I think he's also in. I always get the two of them mixed up because they're both introduced like back to back and have very similar arcs so far. Both of them have lost their masters. Okay. And have new masters and are like doing new things. I see. And um what was I gonna say? The uh the create the thing that cracks me up about Geode is that I feel like they like she really plays with the fact that he's a rock. Yeah. And there's constant jokes like to the audience basically, like uh like uh wreaths exp- or i'm sorry geodes expression said it all like and stuff like that yeah, they're like I, geode stood motionless or like it's like it's like, i think it's so good they, the like, amount of expression you can get out of like non-action yeah because like they they say like she's always like oh yeah geode was uh like or like Geo remained perfectly still, and it's just like okay, it's like he's so a rock. Dramatic, like, but also, yeah, he's a, he's a stone. Like, uh, I love like, Geode though. Uh, they, there's a part the, where he's flirting with someone, which and it's like yeah, a common dude, thing. They when when he's introduced into the dark, which is also Claudia Gray. Um, Leox implies that Geode is a partier. That, like, they land on the planet and Geode, like, goes out and does, like, the clubbing, like, hooking up with people. <laughs> I love it. And I love it, too. It's so good. Oh, it makes me so happy. That's so funny. Geode might be my favorite minor higher public character for sure. He's very funny. He's very funny. <laughs> Considering he's never said a word. Oh, it's good. It's very good. It's so funny. Uh, I'm a big fan of... Like characters in Star Wars that have to have other people like speak for them, like that's kind. It's kind of shitty, but also like I love Chewbacca, I love R two D two, I love 
um, I love Geode, and like it's always someone else interpreting in some way, like what that character is doing. Yeah, exactly. And I just I find that really I mean fast. that's I love that t- that dynamic. Yeah, that's as old as Star Wars, right? Because you have Thrapia with R two basically doing that to R two, and then you've got Han interpreting for Chewie basically through the whole thing. So uh huh, exactly, exactly. So Geode Geode's Geode's cool. I do like Geode a lot. Um. Yeah. Um, oh, I yeah, thought of another. I th- uh, so I think we should just get into like new stuff if we have some new stuff. But I thought of something that's not in my notes that I think uh, is fun to talk about because we talked about it in the Dueling Genre Discord. Uh, Cal Kestis's lightsaber oh, at yeah. Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I think that's great. You can buy. I like it. That they had the actor like they had go him out come and, and like build it at build the it. ceremony. Yeah, I think that that's cool. great. I, I think I'm going to save up this this year and get and get one uh, and do the whole cool. ceremony just because I'm uh, I got to do it. Like, it's yeah, a, it's a I would must. love to do it. I would love to do it. Um, I'm not doing the I'm not doing the um, what's it called? The hotel, um, no, especially no. as I see more and more uh, just stuff about just it, just stuff about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's bad, uh, especially yeah. when I'm starting to see like these later. It seems like the early guests got a different experience than the normal guests the, are getting now. Sure. Which is interesting, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I do hope it gets better or that, you know, whatever, but. What, what is the, like, canonical Cal Kestis lightsaber? Because you can make that whatever you want in the game. Is it the ones that is it like pe- the pieces that come from his master's blade? Yeah, it's the it's the the first one. Okay, that makes is sense. Is the canonical one? That makes sense. All right. Um. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you can, can see customize it. the hell the, out of it. Yeah. Okay. I I just didn't. I haven't gone back and looked at it since that announcement dropped. I was just like, oh, this is cool. I love that they did this. I didn't realize in the same way that the actress who's Iden Versio just looks like Iden Versio that like. That dude just looked like Cal Kestis just looks like that actor, which I yeah, think is cool. It's easiest. Uh, I think yeah. most of them are like that. I also um, think it's except like, the guy who plays the pilot does not look like the pilot. That's um, fair. I think that that's like smart on on like a casting side, because if Disney decides they want to use these characters and other things like. That person's already there, you know, Yeah, that too. That too. That's a good point too. You don't have to worry about recasting because they already look like that. They are already that character. Right. Yeah. Uh Yeah, and I yeah, all the the whole um Inferno squad from uh uh Battlefront 2, they all they all look like they're actors. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I love them. Yeah. Hoping to hear more about them soon. I know. I, I know. I, I feel like I say that every banter episode, but they're really cool. They're really cool. Characters. They're really cool. Ever, ever since we did that deep dive, yeah. I have been just on board yeah. with Inferno Squadron because they're great. They're great. Um, they're great. I love the yeah. Like I like I've said, I love the Squadrons campaign, but I don't think the characters are as like they're not as memorable as the yeah. as the Inferno Squad guys. Um, that's unfortunate, but that's just but, how it goes sometimes. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, um, let's see. I had, uh, we're basically, basically, I guess, um, uh, why am I blanking on his name? Donald Glover, uh, was apparently on, uh, uh, he was on Kimmel, I think. Yeah, he's on Kimmel. Okay. And pretty much hinted. That he will be in the Lando show, so it will be a Lando show based on him. Nice, um, dope. Which is cool. So hopefully we we get that coming up. I think um, I think I had assumed that that was going to be the case, but I'm I'm it's I'm happy to have it like confirmed. I yeah. wonder if we'll see other solo characters in the Lando show. Because if it's Donald Glover, then it's got to take place relatively early. I would assume. In his in the timeline that we've seen him in, I mean, we don't know when that show's going to take place. It could be whenever, don't, but but you figure it's probably sometime after 
I mean, there's such an, a big gap there because that's... There's 30 years. There's 30 years in that window. There's not 30 years for... Oh, sorry. I thought you I thought you were going to say between um, between, Jedi and... Between Force Solo Wings. and Empire. Oh, ooh, that's a really nice... Ooh, that's a really nice little narrow window. That's there. what I thought would... That's where I thought for Lando. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, because I think you could... I think you could also do a post Return of the Jedi thing with Lando because we know he survives until you could. But I think because we know that character as that age range, you know, there's still 10 years left between Solo and that's good. That's what I'm saying. I like that. Actually, that's good. Um, Yeah, I don't know why you would jump to. I don't know. I don't know why my brain assumed that it was going to be post the it's because everything else other than and. Uh, well, I guess Andor's not going to be and Kenobi's not going to be. But like right now, the way that I've been seeing a lot of the shows unfold, because the only ones we've gotten so far have been Mandalorian and Boba Fett. And like, I feel like Ahsoka is going to fall in line in, in that time. Yeah, period. it will. And so I, I don't know. I guess I just assumed that like we're just going to keep filling in that 30 year gap. But no, I like the idea of doing I, I like the idea of doing Lando. Pre Empire, like pre New Hope. Like I feel like, like during it's the just Emperor's reign, Lando's adventures as a smuggler without the Falcon, basically. Do you think they would? Um, you know how in Solo, he's recording that hollow recording, and he's like hinting at the stuff that happened in those Lando Calrissian. No, of the... no, they they can't. I don't want. I don't him think to do they that. would use those stories. Uh, but like, I like the idea of like Lando adventures, like uh because they're based on all oh, of those hollow things. So- all of those I kind of but all of those things that he was talking about are based on the old Lando books. Each one yeah, of those yeah, was yeah. a different Lando book. Okay. So Do it's you, like it's already kind if, of we know, yeah. I suddenly realized like I kind of wanted to be pre-solo because I want L3 in it. I want Lando on the Falcon. Hmm, I don't want that. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, we, we, we kind of got I it. Do. Yeah, we kind of yeah. got it, but that's uh, true. I, I'm, I just I'm good without L3. the Falcon. I just want more L3 content. I'm sad that she's just part of the ship now. Like, I will yeah. never be over that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I think Lando show will be good. We, yeah, the, that's exciting. We actually do see him before Empire canonically and after Solo uh, in Rebels. He shows up. Yeah, that's He's, true. Um. He shows up more than once, right? Yeah, he shows, up, he couple shows up a couple times. Yeah. Do like him. Yeah, so that's uh that'll be fun. Um That'll be fun. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh um, I got I, oh, go ahead. Uh little little thing. Um thanks to Book of Boba Fett, uh introducing the great the rest of the the Star Wars fandom to uh Black Kersantan. Uh Kersantan number one is coming out on May 4th, which is the, the like, you know, him titular character comic rather than him being in the background of like other, I think it was in a lot of the Vader stuff. Um, which I think is gonna be fun. They've released a cover for it. Looks cool. Don't know what the story is going to be yet. Um, but that'll be cool. And then I have one other bit of book news, which is, um, there's a book coming out, an art book called star Wars Legion, which is based on an art exhibit that happened in 2014 in Los Angeles, where a bunch of different artists um, redesigned Stormtrooper helmets. And so this book is collecting a bunch of uh, just really beautiful. I'm just going to send you this. I uh, think I remember this happening. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff in here. And so this is just like like modeling those exhibits that were on display uh, in L.A. back in, in 2014. Where did I see these? There's some really cool ones. There's like yeah. an Iron Man styled one. There's like an ice cream cone one that's yeah, really cool. The There's a Maleficent cone. one with a with a crow. So where um, did I I saw these on uh, display this somewhere? Was, let's see. It was on the display happened at the Robert Vargas Gallery in L.A. in 2014. Okay. Hmm. So. Don't know. But yeah, book coming from Inside Editions. I think it's out in May, June, June 21st. But they're going to have early on sale at Star Wars Celebration 
uh, in Anaheim if anyone's going to Celebration. I will be there. Yeah, so it'll be at the Inside Edition booth. Um, did you see who did the Iron Man one? No, I didn't actually look at, like... I'm looking through here. It was... Uh, oh, it's... Is yeah, that... Joe Casada. Joe Casada. That's dope. Former uh, Marvel editor-in-chief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes that makes sense, actually. Uh, so it's fun. Yeah. I like stuff like this. There's also a really great book that came out a couple years ago called the, the the Women in Star Wars, which was just a bunch of artists doing, um, like, portraiture of different Star Wars female characters with just, like, bits of history about those, about each of them. And it's just beautiful. Like, I... I think the fan community creating art about stuff they're passionate about is just like really like really interesting to me and I like that like Star Wars recognizes and collects that in interesting ways. Yeah. I, I yeah, I do like that. It's nice. It's it's cool to see an art book that just is like, oh, you can get this uh anywhere. Like you didn't have to be at the exhibit or yeah. you know something like that. Yeah. Um But yeah. Uh speaking of Star Wars celebration, you said you may or may not be going correct uh, i don't yeah i don't know yet if i'm gonna be going i know that our the bookstore i work for is going to have a booth there okay uh um, for sure so we will be we will be selling books there i just don't know if i'm working it yet so if i if i end up working it i'll be there but i i have not confirmed that's still like two months away um i saw a guest list for at least autographs oh okay and I know at least Ashley Eckstein will be there. Mm-hmm. Ian McDermott will be there again. Anthony Daniels will and also Anthony be there. Daniels. Yeah. yeah, I know there'll be more, but um, I'm hoping to complete my. I have a Blu-ray set, and I'd like to get everyone who's on a cover to sign. I have Ashley Eckstein. Oh, that's amazing! And, yeah, uh, that's cool. And Matt Lanter. Speaking of Matt Lanter, did you see he's in the hospital? So get well soon. Oh, no. Get well soon, Matt Lanter. Matt Lanter, uh, voice of Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars. Uh, yeah. For those who, um, looks like his looks like he is on the mend. Uh, his wife's been posting on it. So. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, but yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, um, I really hope you can make it. Um, and I think it'd be you, great. I would love to go. I, I'm going to push. I'm going to I'm going to. Even if you don't work it, you should try to get in. Uh, uh, I'm sure I, I'm sure I'm sure there's a way I'll yeah. figure a way out. Yeah, I would love to go. I want to do it so bad. Yeah. Um. But uh, it's it's worth it. It's one of my favorite. It's probably my favorite convention I've been to. That makes um, sense. Besides like Comic-Con 2007, but. Um, uh, it's just so laid back despite it being, you know, all star Wars. I think yeah. part of it is that most of it kind of costs money, which take your, take that as a positive or a yeah. negative, but like, it's just nice that you don't have to wait in line for ever. You kind of, at least the way they did it in Chicago in 2019 was you like, they basically for the big panels, they already like raffled off if you'd get a seat or not the week before okay. yeah so you would put oh, in that's nice. whether so or not you want it so it's just it or not. yeah so on sunday you know that you're either going to this panel or you're not going to that panel like it's fine that's great which is so much better than san diego comic-con yeah i would much rather maybe i'll just try to see if i can like get a ticket or get like a like yeah. a badge or something because I would rather go to like go than go to work because I I want to like walk around and like go to panels yeah. and like do that thing and I just I know I won't have time to do that if I'm working. Yeah, I will say there's less to do than like a San Diego Comic Con because it's sure just Star Wars, but um, it's cool. I like all the little booths. I got some cool stuff last time. Um, I got That's a great. A I can't remember what the. I wish I could remember the booth I went to. But there was someone selling a shirt that was. Uh, it said it looked like the beer Guinness. But it had okay. Alec Guinness's face on it. Uh, nice. And it was, yeah, it was great. I loved that. Um, that's awesome. I love that, too. Just little things like that. And then just shopping and everything. And then I, that's where I met Ian McDermott and um, got our picture with him. And uh, yeah, it's fun. Fun time. I Yeah, I just I. Love the idea of being able to like. Just be in a space with, like, a bunch of Star Wars fans. Like, Star Wars fandom online can be so 
unapproachable. Awful. Yeah. Awful. I've been and involved like, in several things where I'm like, oh, man, I wish I wasn't involved. In I, yeah. So I, I would much rather just like be around people that are just excited to experience. Yeah. Wars. Especially like, around Book of Boba Fett. I felt like everyone just had this negative opinion on online about yeah, it. And I'm like, it's yeah. not a terrible show, guys. There's much worse. Yeah. So it was good. I liked it. I thought it was good. I had a good time with it. I liked the character. Uh, and like, this is the philosophy of like this podcast from the start is like, I would much rather look at the things I love about it than. Right. Than the things Save I Save the things you love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Committed yeah. to the archive. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was great. And then I just, yeah, there's so much, there's a lot of cool it stuff. It sounds like and, such a good time. Um, and yeah, everyone's there is happy and cool and people are dressed up and it's great. Um, yeah, that'll be good. Make May the month of Star Wars because I'm going to uh to to Galaxy's Edge on Star Wars. Yep, Day. that's definitely what I'm. I'm very excited. In fact, I had a couple of people who do listen to the show like text me and be like, "I'm really excited for Gary to go to Galaxy's Edge." I'm <laughs> like, so people, ready. People I'm are so excited ready, to guys. hear what you people, think. People, you, y'all, folks listening. <laughs> I my excitement is through the roof. Like I've been wanting to do this for years. Yeah. It's it's I'm very very cool. looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I just I wish I was going with you because I feel I like know, we would have a lot I of know. I know. Um, I uh, the ticket the the whole thing was such an impromptu. Yeah, no, no, no. It's fine. Uh, we still I feel like we we still should, should we go. should make a plan to go together. Yeah. at some point for sure, uh, for sure. Because yeah. Um. Let's see. What else do I have here? Um, yeah, well, you, you have a couple else things. You do you? I, I have a... one. I have one last thing. Oh yeah. We'll uh, get, uh, so if there's anything else you want to get to first, I would like to do. Yeah, because that, that's a, that's we'll we'll save that for our our um, final thing. But um, yeah. I had a new. There's a new Lego set coming out. The Dagobah Ooh. Jedi training. It's, oh, it's adorable. Um, oh my goodness! I want to. I would like to see. I'm trying to. F- I have no idea how to navigate. I f- feel like an old person on the internet right now. Um, but it's. I like it because it's like. I like the diorama, the Lego like dioramas, because it, it looks much more like something I can put out on display. Yeah. Um, because I think a lot of times I'm like, okay, this is cool. It was fun to build, but now what do I do with it? And the dioramas kind of look like something that can be on a shelf. Oh, this is cute. But you see what I, you see how I like it. It's literally yeah, it's just, like a self-contained. It's on a platform. It's, it's like on a, little... a platform. It's got yeah. Yoda's little hut. Um, there's like a spot for Luke and 3PO and you just see part of his little X-Wing sticking out of the swamp. Um, and it's just nice to Luke, like eyes closed, his face, eyes closed, the hand posed to like, try to lift it. Like, exactly, exactly. Yoda watching in the background. So I don't have to be like, Oh, what am I going to do with this giant millennium Falcon? You know, you can kind of, I feel like this is like a a great thing. And, and there's so many Legos that I, I kind of want and I'm like, Oh, well, I can I can actually justify this because I I can, you know, I can actually can just put this, put this somewhere, somewhere and it looks on nice. Display. Yeah. There's uh so for this year, they just released a McLaren Formula One car. It's Ooh, actually last okay. year's McLaren, I think. But um, God, it's so cool. I want it nice. so bad, but it's like one hundred and eighty bucks or something. <laughs> but I'm like, God, it's awesome. I'm like, yeah. that's I want to build that. Uh, my uh, favorite. I'm looking at this on the Lego website. Okay. And my favorite image is they recreated like R2 looking in through the window from outside. And That's it's, so funny. It's really adorable. Well, he, he's like up on the tiptoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love yeah, that. Yeah. I love that scene when they have him do that. He kind of goes really up good. on It's really good. It's really good. It makes me happy. This Lego set is adorable. It's I really this. cute. I like it. This feels like a display piece. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of why I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it it definitely feels different. I think the platform that it's on makes it feel like it's a distinct. Um, I don't know. I want to use the word display piece again. I feel like there's a better word here, but yeah. I don't have it in my brain tonight. The uh, speaking of, we were talking about video games earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Skywalker Saga is coming out soon. It's so soon. I don't it's, have uh, a. It says spring twenty two. Oh, is it next week? I think it's sure? April. I think it's early April. Um, well, you are contractually obligated to play it, so we'll have to. Um, yeah, April twenty-two. Um, so yeah, 
Yeah, April. Oh, it's not next week, but it is next it's... month. It's like a couple weeks away. For yeah. whatever reason, I thought it was sooner, but there's something else that's happening. I think that's... you are you are contractually obligated to play this game. So fair. Okay, I guess I need to. I guess I need to kick my my myself in gear and finish um, Elden Ring because that's taking up all my time right now. Yeah, I'm not good at juggling games. That's right. You're not good at juggling media in general. Anything. You have to... Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. So I'll a... finish Elden Ring and You're then a terrible and then circus performer, Gary Skywalker. <laughs> Skywalker Saga will uh, take over my life for the rest of the year, probably. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, did you see the the latest trailer with the gameplay and everything? Uh, I saw a behind the scenes trailer. I think I talked about this in the last banter episode. I saw a behind the scenes trailer that included included info about like how they have like mumble mode and they have like mouth sounds. Yeah, for, like, yeah. When you fire blasters and stuff. I saw that one. That's the last thing I've seen. It's uh, it looks great. It looks so good. It looks so good. I'm so excited. Um, I played quite a bit of the last Lego Star Wars. I'm I'm waiting to see the the one. The Force Awakens, I think, was the last one, right? Yeah, I played Force Awakens. And then I also played the um, the six movie collection. OK. Uh, which is not called Skywalker Saga, but has a has a name like that. Um. I am very curious to see what they do with like Last Jedi as far as yeah. playing through that one. Because I feel like there's not a lot of um, action set pieces in that, you know? You're totally right. But uh, I don't know. And then I'm I'm debating on what system to get it for. Because on the PS5, I'm sure it'll have the best graphics. But on the Switch, I can play it anywhere. Anywhere. Ooh. Which is... Yeah, that's smart. I'm worried about, like, frame rate and stuff, because some, some of the newer Switch games kind of struggle with that, but especially yeah. if they're ports. But we'll see. I'll look Honestly, into it. Honestly, I only... The only games I buy for my Switch are, like, Nintendo... Like, actually, like, Nintendo games. Like, yeah. I don't tend to play other... Stu- like, I'd rather just play it on my Xbox. Um, that's fair i i mean because i don't take my switch with me anywhere oh man i do i love it on my tv but i also take it with me places so uh it's nice especially with my siblings like every single one of my siblings has a switch sure i do Uh, take it with me when i go to when i go hang out with someone who also has a switch yeah but Um, that's about the only time i do that yeah and then the uh what was i gonna say the uh just like yeah the new mario kart stuff is coming out and all that it's just just, yeah 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 Um, that's true but gosh and kirby i'm sorry oh kirby looks so fun i've heard heard it's awesome it Uh, looks great this is now a video game podcast but uh (laughs) yeah so um that's pretty much everything i had um other than uh mando season three has wrapped shooting apparently hell yes according to carl weathers oh oh um, Christopher Lloyd in Mando season three. Yes, yes. I, I have, I have, I have no idea who he could no be clue. playing. I'm sure he'll be fun, or what kind of character he'll. But yeah, I'm sure it's going to be delightful. I think it'd be I, awesome I if he's like a, a bad guy. Oh, that would be so fun. Return to the Roger Rabbit days. Oh, that could be so good. Um, like, uh, yeah, I don't know, but we'll see. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, that announcement really delighted me. Um, I think it looks like a good time. Uh, the only other thing that I have is, um, kind of spoilery, I guess, for people who, like, like to read the books when they come out. Uh, but StarWars.com released an ex- an excerpt of the upcoming Adam Christopher book, Shadow of the Sith, which comes out in, I believe, June, June 28th. And uh, this is a story about um, Luke Skywalker and Lando Calrissian, um, like, basically, like, setting into motion the events of Rise of Skywalker. Uh, Luke goes to Exegol. They're tracking down, uh, is it Ochi, I think, is the name of the assassin that was sent to kill Ray's parents? Like, it's, like, in that vein. It's dealing with a lot of that content. 
Yeah. But the excerpts that they dropped, um, spoilers for Shadow of the Sith, the excerpts that they dropped uh, starts with Luke on Tython, uh, meditating on the meditation stone that, that Grogu. we see Grogu on okay. in season two of Mando. And he is like meditating within the force and it transports him to Exegol. I, I the, the section implies that he's got like a holocron and some other like artifacts with him that might have helped facilitate this process um, that I assume happened earlier in the book. But he ends up on Exegol and um, is met with these like Sith wraiths. There are like nine of them. Um, Did he happen to be teleported by a giant space cloud? Yeah, uh, uh, no, no, it doesn't say how he got there. It's just that, like, one moment he's on Tython and the next moment he's there. I will choose to believe it was a giant space cloud. I I would love just it to be a giant space cloud. Our last our last deep dive, as you recall, started with an Again. adventure with Lando yes. and Luke going to a planet. And, and then Luke getting Luke teleported, getting teleported to a dark Sith planet, basically, yeah. by a giant space yeah. cloud. So Luke gets to Exegol and he's met with these these Sith wraiths. I'm just saying all all Star Wars stories are Dark Empire now. Hell yeah. After I... We're just going to apply Dark Empire <laughs> to everything else. Yep. Um, can we Dark Empire this? Yeah. Uh, he gets to Exegol. He's met with these Sith wraiths. There's like a fight that ensues. He's able to like block their blows. But when he goes to attack them, his lightsaber just passes through them. Like they're not solid. So Sith wraiths is like a new thing right we haven't seen Sith it feels Wraiths. like a new thing i don't think we've seen anything like this before we've seen like there have been sith that have shown up like ancient dead sith that have shown up in the uh comics before through different oh, the themes. old republic has like there's uh the inquisitor story the main story inquisitor yes. story he's like absorbing sith ghosts but i think i think even like the new canon comics have like brought back old dead sith via artifacts and things like that um one of them there's like a helmet of i don't know his name uh the uh, the helmet that belonged to one of them that allows one of our characters like to communicate with the sith who should have died or maybe is still dead and it's like his this is how their force ghost thing works on the dark side i don't know um it doesn't really explain like there's this this Selection we've gotten is very short. I don't know if the book will go into like what's going on here with these things. But uh, Luke is quickly overwhelmed and then another figure appears to like save the day. And it is a it is a force ghost like through and through the kind that we've seen in the movies, like the blue tinted spectral Mm -hmm. figure with a blue lightsaber Uh, and the Sith figures stand down and disappear like they this fight doesn't even sue they're like oh this this guy's here and they leave um and this figure turns around to face luke and takes off his his, uh his hood and it describes him it's like pretty the blue figure lifted his hood back to reveal the strong sharp face of a young man his gaze intense beneath a furrowed brow that was bisected by a straight vertical scar his thick hair was shoulder length and had a slight wave to it. Anakin Skywalker reached out his hand. Luke took it and everything went white. And like, that's the end of like this little thing. Huh. That's pretty cool. When and, he, like, I was I just, bummed when he said blue forced... lightsaber. I was hoping yeah. it was like Kit Fisto. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not Kit Fisto. <laughs> uh, Anakin Skywalker force ghost talking that's to Luke. Cool. Like pretty cool. It also feels like this is the first time that Luke has seen his father's force ghost because before uh, the hood is pulled back, he thinks it it's Ben. Not. Oh, okay, 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 okay. You're correct. But it does not... The implication from this selection feels like he hasn't had, like... Like, other than seeing him on Dagobah, it doesn't feel like he and his father have had, um, like direct community he seems very surprised that his father is here he thinks that it's obi-wan at first well because obi-wan's the only person he's ever seen wear a hood that's okay that's (laughs) you know okay you know who needs hoods on tattooing exactly exactly (laughs) 
He just wears a hood. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like I love the idea of Force Ghost Anakin. Um, this only further confirms my suspicion that the casting of Hayden Christensen in the Ahsoka show means we're going to get Force Ghost Anakin mm-hmm. and not just flashbacks. Um, so I have a friend speaking of uh, Obi-Wan yeah. speculation. Uh, I have a friend that uh, believes wholeheartedly that Cad Bane will be in the Obi-Wan show. That could be cool. Because I mean, that they're makes like, sense. why would you place- bring him back just for like one episode, basically, or two episodes? And Would you rather see him in Obi-Wan or um, my assumption was that he was going to show up in Andor? Either one would be fun. I think either of them work. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, but like, it's work to like get an actor and CG the character, like create the character. Like they have the assets now to do him in live action. Why yeah. would you only use him for two scenes? And I'm I, I I assumed most of it was makeup, especially the way he was moving his lips and stuff. It was yeah. I really don't makeup. know how much of it's practical and how much of it is. I thought is it CG. was. I would I would guess it's mostly practical. It looks mostly. Cool. Practical. I love that. Right, but like um, you know, now they have the. This is this is the. I feel like movie making and like game make like once you have the assets to do something. Like, why not reuse those those things? This is why, like, old school Disney has the same bear in, like, five movies, because they made Baloo and then we're like, oh, we can just reuse yeah, it's this a little different. Like, cause that's it's a, a little different because yeah. those are hand drawn. But like, it's a lot of work and money to like. Yeah, but they I mean, they do that all the time, too. They like tear down that's whole sets true. and then they build that's them for the next true. one. Like, there okay. are lots of like characters that show up in backgrounds that are just for one scene but i think cad bane is like more important than like no i agree but i also think that if they were to bring him back they would still completely redesign the costume that'd be yeah because they even did that with ahsoka basically like she looked slightly different in it's uh, like a refining right like the base work is done they're not starting from scratch next time i think they are because you can't really think so like they're like, yeah, we know what we're doing, but they already already kind of knew what they were doing before. Uh, but I mean, they're still painting her orange, and they're still sure. doing that. But they have to make yeah, yeah, basically yeah. new Leku and you know all that sort of thing. So I think yeah, it's basically from scratch. It's like they can't reuse the same thing if they're changing. You know, what yeah, she's no, that makes like. sense to me. Uh, I just mean like once you do something once, it's easier to do it again. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree with that for sure. Um, but yeah. So yeah, but I'm excited. Um, I'm excited. I love the idea of Force Ghost Anakin. Um, I have no idea I, how they're going to use him in Obi Wan. But yeah, me neither. Yeah, me neither. Other than imagine if they just put him in the suit, it'd be hilarious. Yeah, we never actually see. We never Hayden's see his face. face. He's just always. We just know. Oh you no, know, that's him. That's him. Trust us. I that I don't ah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I like that, Tim. No, I think it'd be hilarious. I would like I think everyone's it'd be like, hilarious, I can't wait to see. But I also think it would suck. <laughs> no, I'd be really from, disappointed if we never once get to see like his face. From what I've heard, from what uh, Hayden Christensen's saying is, he's like, it's surreal to be on set again. Like it's crazy to be working with Ewan again. Yeah. So that tells me they're probably doing Clone Wars stuff. I think so too. It's probably going to be flashback stuff. Yeah, because they're the, it wouldn't be as surreal if they were. This is the I've been thinking about this a lot in terms of like you know, Lucasfilm is juggling a lot of media all the time, right? Because we get comics and books and movies and 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 yeah, TV shows and stuff. But like this year, we have. Uh, two different books about Obi-Wan because the Obi-Wan series is happening. There's like the Padawan story and then there's the Clone Wars story. And then Hayden Christensen is going to be in Obi-Wan, which also to me implies that we're going to get some Clone Wars stuff. And then now we have this Shadows of the Sith, which has Force Ghost Anakin, which I think is also going to make an appearance in something. And like, it's just interesting how they're like, the those bit different media's informing each other in that way um 
I think yeah, that once one, once something happens in one piece of media, it, it is it is easier to justify putting it in something else. Yeah. And I, you know, I agree. Um, and it's I mean, they kind of set this up with uh, Shadows of the Empire way back in the 90s. Yeah. Where they kind of crossed over everything into different medias and everything. Um, which we should do. I feel like we should do a Shadows of the Empire episode. It'd be, that could be fun. pretty pretty long because it's three different pieces of media, but um, we'd have to. That could be fun. I'd be down yeah. for that. But uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's pretty much everything I had. Uh, do you have any yeah. other Star Wars? That was that was the last of it going? for me. Not really. Um, yeah. So um, thanks guys for joining us. Um, yeah, definitely. We will uh, be back in two weeks for a deep dive. You want to just say what we're what we're going to do? Yeah, let's just go ahead and announce it. Uh, yeah, so we'll be doing the uh, Obi-Wan and Maul episode of Rebels. We should get that episode number. Uh, what is that one called? I do think it's funny. It uh, is Twin Sons. Twin uh, Sons. It is season three, episode 20. Got it. So yeah, just the one episode. We'll, we'll deep dive it. Uh, figure uh, it'd be a good, if you've watched Rebels, it's a good refresher. If you haven't watched Rebels, you kind of this is this is the uh, this is the com- completion of Maul's arc. We'll say it that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a very gentle way to say it. Uh, so uh, yeah, so it's a uh, it's a good good, uh, good episode and good refresher before Obi Wan comes out because it's like yeah. Um, oh, I'm so yeah, and I actually really love I really love that episode a lot. Um, me too. I think uh, for me, people. I think I think people really liked Rebels. Um, I was, I say, as a whole, underwhelmed. Um, I didn't hate it. I, did, I I I thought there were certain episodes that were just awesome, but there were so many episodes for me that I just didn't care for. Uh, so it kind of like balanced itself out. But uh, I I think this is one of those episodes that I just thought was incredible. I thought it was amazing. Also, every Sabine episode was the coolest episode. I agree with you there. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to decide. I almost said I think I like Rebels more than Clone Wars, and I I really tried to decide if I think that's true. I, for me, Clone Wars is one of my favorite shows of all time. The thing I, I love about Clone Wars is that I could just throw on any episode and be pretty satisfied with with what's going on to me clone wars is a show is one of the best tv shows about war period not about like star wars but about war period and it's because of the serialized nature that they're able to jump around to different characters they're able to do okay we're going to do a clone episode about desertion and then we're going to do a political episode about the banking clan and we're going to be about it's surprisingly adult themed for a show that is marketed as a children's show right um and we're going to do a proxy war episode where it's like oh we can't be involved but we're going to train up the you know the rebels yeah uh and it's like oh that doesn't happen in real life you know like there's so many allegories and like talks and discussions about real life war and to me that makes it you know and it and it handles it well in my opinion it starts it starts in the midst of like the u.s in the middle east and is very much critiquing that in a real way too yes um, it's fascinating. I mean, that show's so good. I, not, think, I think you're right. To be fair, I think that Clone Wars is the better show. For 20 years, that that was there was really not a point where we weren't in the Middle East. The exactly. US was not in the Middle you're East. You're right. You're right. Um, but like, you know, didn't didn't I mean Clone Wars started in what like 2008? I believe 2008. Could be wrong, but I think that was yeah, because it was yeah 2008 period. October 2008. Yeah, um, um, and it's very much just like. There's so many bits, especially in the early seasons, but I think it continues through the whole thing where it's just very much like parallel or allegorical to a lot of the things that that we see happening in real world politics. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It deals with and it does deal with like the politic, the political side. You talk about senators lobbying for certain things, people working with the other side. You see the senators on the separatist side talking about their what their view is and why they're, what they're trying to do, you know? Um, I so yeah, I just think it's, and to me, 
the show, I think, especially towards the end, had such a bigger budget than Rebels did that it's just it's and it's beautiful. It like it shows. I think the thing that I really appreciate about Rebels is that it's like this is the team we're following the whole time. And I like the sort of like family drama camaraderie element. Yeah. That I mean, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Like it's fun. But it's a different thing. It's a different thing. Um, also, Rebels has Thrawn. <laughs> yeah. Was Who, he used? He was. No, not it, very well. He was used fine. You know. Um, he's the. Yeah, he's the chess player behind the scenes for most of that show. Yeah. For most of his. For about half of it, right? Yeah. yeah. He shows up, what, season three, I think, out of four? Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's in half of it, basically. Yeah, and it's not even until season four, I think, where they get like face to face with Thrawn. Right. No, I think they do a little bit in season like, three. Like I think right? it's mostly price in season three, right? That's right. But Yeah. Um Thrawn's I mean he's done he's played well. I thought the actor did I a great so job too. playing. Him. I would love to see I think if uh, they cast a live action Thrawn, which I'd be shocked if they didn't do that for Ahsoka. Yeah, it with seems what like we've established for her already. Um I think they should just cast Lars Mikkelsen again. Yeah, agreed. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think he... Uh, I, he did fantastic. I think he's got the right look for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the right presence for it, which I think yeah. is, like, the big thing with Thrawn. Like, it's funny, like, recently I just keep... You watched The Witcher, right? I did. He's he's in that with the big old yeah. beard. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he looks nothing like Thrawn with the big old beard. It's hilarious. But you just shaved it's the beard amazing. and he looks just like, yeah. The high cheekbones yeah. and everything. It's the cheek. It's definitely it, the cheekbones and like the shallow cheeks. Yeah. Like gives that really sharp angular almost. Paint in blue. Oh, it's so good. Give him some red eye contacts. You're good. Uh, I, I like don't want to be projecting too much, but I feel like this Ahsoka show is very much going to be. Like a soft rebel sequel. Oh yeah, because Sabine is already cast in it. Sabine's cast in it. It's implied it's, that Thrawn is going to be part of the narrative. It's the resolution which means that they have of, to address Ezra. It's the resolution something. of the uh, final of the the final scene in in Rebels. In Rebels, a hundred percent. It's what it 100%. seems like. Yeah. So I, I mean, she's kind of already doing that in Mandalorian when we see her. Exactly. I mean, that's literally her introduction episode ends with her being like, "Where's Thrawn?" Like, yeah. Oh, he's over so. there. <laughs> he's just around he's, the corner. He's, he's been watching this whole fight. He's, he's in the bathroom. <laughs> Can you wait? It's the, uh, they just cut away before. <laughs> but. Yeah. So that's that's this week's episode. Thank you for yeah. listening. So Thrawn's in the restroom. Um, If you'd like Thrawn's more of us. in the restroom? Is that the name of this one? I think it No, I don't know. <laughs> so uh if you'd like more of us you can find us on twitter 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 at nr archives pod um you yeah. can find us on instagram at the new republic archives or is it at new republic archives i'm really good at this um uh, you're the one who runs that i, I know, know. <laughs> uh hit us up on uh duelinggenre.com where you can find all yeah. the other shows uh that are going uh all great shows all great people um subscribe to the patreon if you'd like even more of all those great people which first you should listen yeah, to the shows definitely. first listen to the other shows uh and if you like some of those other shows hit it up hit us up on the, Check patreon out the patreon and support because all that's of us where we all get to hang out and yeah. and do fun things outside of our regular purview yeah um always a good time getting to and, be on any of the other and the patreon, patreon honestly it, it supports all of our shows so it, it really does. It does so um yeah so that would be appreciated um and then in the meantime you can just join the dueling genre discord and have there's a channel for pretty much every nerdy interest you could possibly think of in there yeah mm-hmm. and we're all in there and we all jump in and um yeah just in that i know chat all the time it's great yeah i know true believers has a little chat and Marvel's Moon Knight uh, just came out uh, yeah, as a recording. Yeah, I need to watch the first episode still. Um, it's great. I really like it. I'm excited. Ah, oh, that that makes me happy. So, but yeah, so thanks for listening, guys. Um, until next time when we're talking about Rebels and Darth, and not Darth Maul, just Maul. Just Maul. Uh, 
and uh, Obi-Wan and all that. Um, remember that if it's not in the archives, it doesn't exist. I am extremely uh, tired. I do not uh, have Tim, a lot of. Yes. Me too. <laughs> WonderCon is this week. I'm dead. Oh man, I'm exhausted. It's end of the month, so we're busy at work. And yeah, I get it. That's fine. Yeah. I'm down for. I'm down for a low key banter episode. That's fine. We don't have to do. You know, an hour and a half or whatever. Um, I have made no progress on Kotor. Hey, me neither. I have made progress on Elden Ring. Oh, how's that going for you? Uh, it's fun. Yeah, I like that game a lot. I've played a lot. <laughs> I have played maybe 10, 11 hours, something like that. Okay. Um, I beat um, Maggot, the demon. Yeah, yeah, the, the first, bro. the guy at, at the castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I beat him. He took uh, me a while. I didn't throw my... I didn't throw myself against the wall with him. I tried a few times and was like, oh, not going to be able to do it. And then I went and just did other stuff for a while and came back and was able That's to That's the thing that I love him. about Elden Ring versus Dark Souls, because uh -huh. Dark Souls, like, you kind of have, like, a path to go on. And you hit a wall and you just have to get through it. Like... Mm-hmm. Um... I get distracted by other things in Elden Ring. I've only done... I've done th the three of the major bosses out of like five or six of them, I think. Okay. Um, But I'm like 130 hours into the game. Is Maggot like, one of them? I do like, so many Is things. he one of the major ones uh, or no? He is a... Um, he's not one of like the Elden Lords, like the demigods that you'll get okay. great runes from. Um, The guy at Stormvale who... Uh, Who's like the big boss there is your is probably going to be your first Elden Lord. And that's Godric the Grafted. OK. Yeah. Um. I actually don't I think I think Margit is like an extension of someone else that we'll see that you see again later. I haven't okay. gotten there to confirm that yet, but I've seen some stuff on Reddit. Um, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm still working my way through Stormvale Castle. What uh? What kind of character are you playing? Uh, the same kind of character I play in like every fantasy game. Which okay, is a, a ranged caster. Yeah, that makes sense. I I do that in pretty much everything. I uh, I am also doing the thing I do in everything. I'm a little mm -hmm. bandit. I'm just a little thief with a with a dagger, getting up close and like doing a lot of bleed damage, backstabs. I get that; it's fun, but I'm also like. My reasoning is, like, if I'm playing a video game and pretending to be something, I might as well go all out and do things like there's absolutely no way I could ever do in real life. Sure. Yeah, that totally makes sense that's to me. My, that's my thought process with that. I just, like, I, I tend to play thief characters because um, I don't like long fights, usually. And the thing about being, like, a thief or a bandit or something like that is you can be, like, a sneaky boy and then just mm -hmm. do, like, real good... Like, single critical attack damage. Yeah. Which helps up until the point where I have a couple of minor bosses that I've, like, need to go back and beat. But, um, there's, like, some gargoyles that that I have to, like, defeat and haven't been able to. And there's also these, like, crystal creatures in a cave that are a boss there that I have to go back and beat. Because... My entire build is is around, like, applying status effects to enemies and letting that do the work for mm. me of taking down damage. And things made of stone and crystal don't take status effects because <laughs> they don't bleed, you know? So, uh, the, I, I've, I've sort of hit a wall there and, like, I'm at a point where I could respec my character, but I don't feel like that's... 
I feel like that's the cheap way to do it. Like, I could go in and just make myself a really powerful caster for this one fight if I want to. But, like, I don't... That just doesn't feel good to me. Right. So. But I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time. I'm, uh... It's exciting that you're playing it. Because I don't think... You haven't played, like, the Dark Souls games and stuff like that, right? Uh, passingly. Okay. Yeah, I never finished Dark Souls, but... Um, yeah. I played a little bit of, I think, all of them. Including okay. Sekiro. I liked Sekiro. That was really fun. I didn't um, finish that one either. And Bloodborne also. Bloodborne's probably the one I played the most, but even then... I haven't played any Bloodborne. I think is I think Bloodborne's a Sony exclusive. Honestly, Elden Ring's probably the one I played the most, but that makes sense. It's big. Yeah, yeah. Sony gets all the Bloodborne's, best exclusives. Yeah, it's only on PS4, so not played that one, but you know. Okay, how you feeling? Um, good. Just like I said, tired. Yeah, I have time. Dot is open. Cool. Yeah, let's do a clap at the top of the minute. Okay. I think that was a good one. Yeah.